Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. Again, that's give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. And yeah, you can really uh, help these kids if that's what you're into. Support the youths. Shut up. That's, don't, don't, don't patronize me. Okay. Uh, I don't need you Enjoy that episode. I'm done with this. <laughs> Raven. Are you about to get into character? Okay, well, whatever. Okay, I guess we can start. Oh god, I hate you so much. Okay. Hey everyone, I'm Raven. I'm Campbell. And you're listening to Boozicals once again. Um, Welcome back this week. Um, Oh fuck. I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, that's fine. Keep it in. Keep it in, future Raven, (laughs) when you're editing this. That's fine. Yeah, welcome back to Boozicals. Uh, This is our first episode that we're recording after we've published a couple, the first few episodes, sent them off into the world. Um, Yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Raven? I am super, super, super excited. It feels so strangely surreal to be able to go on Spotify or Podbean and just like see our content up there for public public entertainment yeah it's pretty cool yeah so i hope you guys are enjoying it so far you know at the end of the episode we're going to go over like a couple ways you guys can reach us or like leave comments if you like want to get in contact with us um but for now let's get into it so campbell what have you been listening to this week this week um i i think we talked about it in the chicago episode with celeste um, she brought mm-hmm. up, uh, I, we talked about how she introduced me to, uh, Remy Wolf. Um, so I've been listening to her a lot. And then I realized I never listened to the newest album by The Weeknd. And I love The Weeknd. Oh, okay. And so I was pretty much jamming to that all weekend. Ha. Huh. See nice. what, see what I did there? I'm proud of you. No, you're not. How about you? I'm not. <laughs> um, so... This week, I haven't really been listening to a lot of music. I've mostly listened to, like, podcasts. But this one podcast I actually am really excited about. Uh, Is it called Boozicals? It's a Dutch... Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, Say It in Dutch. Um, it It's titled in Dutch. But in English, it's it's Say It in Dutch. Um, and it's this, like, Dutch podcast by this, like, lady who basically, like, speaks just, like, really slowly in Dutch for people who are, like, learning. Um, for our listeners... I'm learning Dutch and have been for a couple of years now. 
So I've been listening to that and it feels like really crazy to be able to hear someone speaking 100% in Dutch and actually understand even some of what they're saying. I'm at the point where like, I'm really only understanding about like 25 to 30% of the total amount that's being said. That's like, still a lot. I'm though. understanding some of it. Yeah, I'm understanding some of it. And it's like really, really exciting. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been, I guess, jamming to that. It's been pretty dope. Nice. Would you like to introduce the musical since it was your choice this week? Yes, and I'm very excited about it. I hope you enjoyed it, Raven, because this was a favorite of mine um, back in probably middle school when a friend of mine showed it to me. But this week, we watched uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. It was great. Pretty great. Uh, And I know it's like definitely, you know, not the same kinds of movies, musicals that we have been like watching, but... I don't know. I love it. I love the music. I love the actors. I love the reason for its creation and that kind of history. So I thought it would be a really cool one to do. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, the cast is outstanding. Like, there's so many great actors in it um, and so many, like, just recognizable people. And there's so much talent in it as well that I think, like, there was no way it wasn't going to be good. So So just for um, a little bit of background, uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog came out in 2008 and it's like a musical like comedy some drama like mini series that was made like exclusively to be distributed on the internet Mm -hmm. so there was three different acts or episodes that came out and it was written by writer director joss whedon and his brothers zach and jed and uh The team, they wrote this musical during the 2007-2008 Writers Guild of America strike. And what they wanted to do was to do something kind of like small, inexpensive, but like still, you know, professional. So that they can still create and not like crossing like the picket lines, if that makes sense. And so I believe Joss funded it himself. I think so. Yeah, and I think, yeah, he funded the project himself, and I'm pretty sure all of it, it's set and filmed in Los Angeles, and I think it was mm-hmm. all filmed in the same day. And this was I an op- so, yeah. this was an opportunity to have a lot of friends and family in the industry be able to work, produce, amidst all the striking that was going on, and then when after like digital release of it after it was just on the internet like dvd and blu-ray different extras and things like that the plan was for the series that would make it able for the crew to like earn its money back like later on and it was super successful oh yeah it was so well received and now like i've i've seen it around before like i've seen like posters of it or references to it but i just never really watched it um and now watching it, I totally understand why it's so popular because it's one of those things where like when you first see it, just like, what's this? Like, what what is happening here? Um, but it's actually so incredibly good. It's crazy. And it's only like the length of like, a TV episode. Like, it's like 42 minutes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, for this week, we are drinking, uh, what's it called? The Hammer? The Hammer. Um, titled after... The hero and antagonist, <laughs> uh, Captain Hammer, played by Nathan Fillion. Yeah. And it's it's good. 
I wouldn't say this would be a go-to drink of mine. I found this recipe off of this one Tumblr site, uh, The Drunken Moogle, and they like do a lot of geeky combinations of like different cocktails. So there was actually a few that we were thinking about, but we decided to go with the hammer. And it's basically a shot of rum, a shot of Canadian whiskey, a shot of peach schnapps over ice, and then you top it off with root beer. And I'm not a fan of root beer, so. But given that, it's pretty all right. Yeah, I am a fan of root beer, and I love it. But I always find that very interesting. Is I really like making cocktails and kind of just seeing what ingredients I have around and just like making random creations and concoctions and, you know, seeing how it turns out. But I, I don't understand how people go about like making a cocktail that's based on a person or a character. I just find, I just find that thought process so interesting. Yeah. But anyway. If you were to make a cocktail about yourself, Raven, what would it be? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, it had to have, it would have to have a lot of alcohol. Um, Dang. well, I really like whiskeys and rums, so it would probably have, if it's a cocktail, I wouldn't want it to have soda, just mm-hmm. because I usually think of cocktails as maybe having like juices or syrups or something like that. Um, I would think maybe Captain Morgan, or just like some other spiced rum. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe vanilla whiskey, a simple syrup, and maybe like an either orange extract or like an orange um like schnapps or something something like like some sort of like orange mm-hmm. citrusy flavor um because i really think the vanilla and citrus like go well together yeah um and that would probably be it what would you call it oh gosh um what would i call it for some reason the word landslide is coming to mind interesting yeah. would it be just landslide or like raven or a raven landslide I think it'd just be like the landslide. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. What about you, Camper? Um, I feel like if I'm really looking into my heart of hearts, it would probably be like a boozier version of like a brass monkey. What is, okay, I've heard of brass monkey, but I don't know what it is. As in like, you would take a 40, drink half of it, and fill it up with orange juice. Oh, yes. Which is That is why I've never had one of those. It's so good. (laughs) It's so simple. Um, I think so it's, it's basically like, it's a, it's a breakfast myself. version. So basically, it's a breakfast version of a sidewalk slammer. Yes. Okay. And okay, a sidewalk slammer that. audience, um, because now we know we do have an audience. <laughs> um, is when you take <laughs> a forty and you drink half of it and you put a whole four loco in. Do not recommend. Yes. Um, strongly recommend <laughs> if you know your limits. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Um, and so it'd probably be like that kind of brass monkey, but maybe with citrusy IPA, orange juice, um, some rum and some lime juice. And okay. I would call it. Okay. I could get behind that. And I would call it Campbell's drink. And again, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to drink it out of a 40. So that's. Well, yeah, there's no other way to consume yeah. that. And then you just like, whatever the brand you use of, um, 40, you just like cross it out with a sharpie and then just write Campbell's drinking again. I respect that. Okay. Um, now <laughs> oh, to get yeah. to the musical. actual musical. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. That was fun. The thing that we get together every week to actually talk about. Um, okay. So first off, off the bat, my initial impressions of this musical, 
I know it came out afterwards, but I really got like Megamind vibes. And I think it's just because that same trope of the goofy, like actually lovable villain. The villain, the... the villain is the protagonist. The villain's protagonist, yeah. yeah. Which I, I really, I really like oh, that. I love it. Like, it. It's very much, uh, like, there's so many characters now that are like that. Like, Gru, Megamind, Doofenshmirtz, you know, from Phineas and Ferb. Oh, man. I was I, talking a lot about Phineas and Ferb this past weekend. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> I really love, I really love that whole quirky, goofy, kind of, like, unsure um, villain who's, like, super lovable and is actually the protagonist. And then there's a hero that, like... Is maybe an the antagonist, or at least like, yeah, you know, like arrogant, cocky, you know, all that stuff. Like, yeah. I, I really love that kind of trope. So I, I really liked this, um, and I really like the theme and the basic premise of it off yeah. the bat. Yeah, and so we start with Act One, and it, I mean, it's Doctor Horrible sing along blog. It starts out, um, the intro music, the instrumental Doctor Horrible theme, um, I really liked. It reminded me a lot of. The intro kind of instrumental music to Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I can see that. Like the very like triplet E kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it starts off with a video blog, like a vlog. Yeah. Okay, so like already, before we even really get into it, I feel like I'm already starting to fill this drink because it's it's at least half alcohol. And so we're gonna slow it down. Realizing, I am realizing that the only meal I have eaten today was breakfast. <laughs> Which I ate at like and 11. And it is current, yeah, it's currently 5.30 p.m. for you, Raven. So proud of you yes. of the adult woman you have grown into. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so, so we're, we're going we're gonna to take it a little slow this, this time around. Well, it's not necessarily slow. It's not like when we did the gin and sin, which like didn't have too much booze in it, but we drank a lot of it. This has, I don't know, it's just, there's different paces for different drinks. Yeah, yeah. And this is a well, this slow is one that we should not go at the same pace as the Jen and Sin for. Oh, absolutely not. Um, I did not feel good after recording that episode. <laughs> we do not have a problem. Nope, not at all. Okay, so yeah, Act One. Um, yeah, so where he's doing like this kind of like video blog. Mm-hmm. Neil um, Patrick Harris, about <laughs> who is I love him and everything that he's. Doogie Hauser himself. I. Barney Stinson. He is a bard. He is a bard in real life. <laughs> like, he, he's an actor, he's a dancer, he's a singer, he's incredibly talented, and everything that he does ever in life is based on charisma. Like, all of his skills in life oh, are based oh, on charisma. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> he is a bard. <laughs> um, but yes, he's amazing, incredibly talented. I can't think of anyone else to have played this character to the mm. level that he did. Yeah. We see him first practicing his evil laugh. So we kind of get a vibe for his character. I mean, he's doing a video blog about, you know, committing crimes. And like, uh, if if I really want to be a real supervillain, you have to work on Glath. Most people forget about that. And we see his initial motivations is to join the evil league of evil. Of evil. Yeah. Of evil. Which is (laughs) great. The You know, the whatever play on Legion of Doom, League of Villains, um, whatever banded supervillain organization yeah and so yeah so we see him like he's taking questions from some of his viewers yeah he has um, emails (laughs) printed out (laughs) like printed out (laughs) Um, like it is the 2000s (laughs) and it's it's super funny because um i think one of his uh viewers asked about like hey so like 
your last thing didn't work out too well. So how is this going to go? And he's just like, excuse you. It turned out fine. And this was going to be even better. So you can totally see he's just in like, you know, uh, like uh, an apartment. You see like lab set up in the back, but his lair is just like in an apartment building. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And I think that might have been that might have been one of the Whedon brothers apartment. I think I read somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like because they tried like the goal was to make something as good as possible for as cheap as possible. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and so then we get to uh, one of the viewer questions is asking if you keep saying in some of your videos like I'm doing this for her, mm-hmm. I want her to see, and like blah blah blah. And so they're just like, who is her? How's it going with that? Who is she? You know what's who is she? Yeah, and so then we get into the song "My Freeze Ray." Which I think is just so cute. So um, we see him in the laundromat with um, his love interest, who is played by Felicia Day. Uh, um, uh, also amazing. amazing. This was, oh my this gosh, was definitely I love her, her so much. first work I've like seen of hers. Um, but, you know, she's been in so many things. Um, yeah. I mean, I still watch Supernatural, and I loved her character oh, yeah. in it. Um, I also really liked her in The Magicians. Any kind of like sci-fi thing that's like you know uh, uh my opinion is good or has like a you know strong fan base she's always a part of it and then there's her super successful web series that she like created and stars the guild um she is the best i love yes her. so felicia day penny so i really like uh we've talked about this in a couple of episodes like the sweeney todd and some other things about like the accentuation of music and or like musical beats with um parts of the environment mm-hmm. and so like when they're in the laundromat i really like how they kind of accentuate the beats of the song with the dryer doors oh, opening. opening yeah yeah i i don't know i just always really like any instance yeah, it, of that i i like the how it was choreographed for this song yeah. and this song is very much you okay you very much see a transition in dr horrible's inner struggle with like being truly evil and i think this song Mm -hmm. does a good job seeing him kind of at his quote-unquote best in a humanitarian sense because right before this we see that he like wants to destroy the status quo because it's not quo (laughs) um and like johnny snow who says you didn't meet me in the park and dr horrible is like you're not even my nemesis besides there's like kids in the park come on and how the hero, um, Captain Hammer, is just a corporate tool. You really see it's not necessarily, like, doing evil for evil's sake. Um, there's a lot of good intentions in it. And so that's even yeah. more emphasized in the song My Freeze, right? You know, freeze the world um, so he can take the time to find the words to talk to you. To yeah. Penny. Which I think is just... I It's so, it's so cute. Sweet. I love this entire <laughs> song. Um yeah, and so then we see him back at his apartment, mm-hmm. um, and we see <laughs> his roommate, friend? A friend, friend, um, played by... Okay. Um, Simon Helberg, right? Simon Helberg, yeah, who was... From uh, most, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Howard Wallowitz. Um, yeah. His, um, his superpower is just being moist. I literally wrote down, like, the second he came on screen, I literally wrote down... Why is Simon Helberg so sweaty? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> He's his evil moisture buddy. Um, and it reminds me of, I think it's so funny when in different like entertainment, they have 
you know, plays on, like, comic books and super powers, and when it's just, like, bad. Um, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you might have been too young for this, but in the 90s, there's the show called Kablam on, I think, Nickelodeon. I know of it. Okay. I'm not, like, familiar with it. And so that's basically, like, uh, I don't remember the main character's name. One of them is June. Um, but they're, like, Kablam is basically a comic book, and they flip through it for different animated, like, sketches type things. Um, and mm-hmm. one of them is called Action Leak Now. And Moist reminded me of Meltman with the power to melt. And they were just, like, action <laughs> figures. And that's what I it reminded me of. Just, like, a horrible superpower to have. You're just sweaty. Yeah. And have a bad attitude about it. That's what makes you villainous. <laughs> Which, you know, understand. But it does seem like yeah, a glandular I, I totally problem understand. that maybe, like, you should go to the doctor. That, like, medicine could fix and you don't need to be a villain for. Yeah. Or, sorry, a henchman. Henchman, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, he gets the mail and it's super soggy and disgusting. It's just, like, wet all the way through. Um, yeah, then, so then he gets the uh, the letter from Bad Horse. Uh, who, I mean, is, I think, one of my favorite TV film entertainment villains. He's the <laughs> thoroughbred of sin, Raven. <laughs> I can't I can't get over their catchphrases. Like I I just don't understand. But anyway. <laughs> it's yeah, so, so it funny this... that and then like you find out it's like literally just a horse. It's literally just a horse. <laughs> That's and bad. I, I, I can't. Um yeah, so he gets this letter from Bad Horse, and every communication from Bad Horse is sung by a band of cowboys? I don't <laughs> There's a Western chorus. Um, yeah, but it's just like these these three guys and like cowboy get up that just like pop on the screen and just yeah. sing his entire communication and then say, signed, bad horse. <laughs> and they just disappear. <laughs> Hi-ho silver, signed, bad horse. <laughs> <laughs> it is so um, well done. And it like, I'm very excited. It always, I, it makes me so happy. And I'm not sure if it's this or the reprise for bad horse communication. But like, gotcha application. It still says nay, <laughs> and just yeah. like that, like the horse puns, and it just I don't know. It's so well written. Yeah. But basically, we find out that uh, the evil league of evil got his application, and that they're going to be watching everything he does. This is like your last application. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he has to do something like really bad, like really prove himself as a villain, and a or just murder kill would be nice. <laughs> yeah murder would be ideal um and like that's the only way that he can get in at this point so he's like super excited he's like at least they're giving me a chance you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so he starts planning this big operation to be able to like actually get in and so in the next scene you see penny is like out on like a corner basically trying to get people to sign up for her charity petition which is to start like a caring hands homeless shelter Mm-hmm. Um, in this new building that the city wants to tear down, she wants to turn it into a homeless shelter um, so that she can help people. And you can see, like, I think the song itself is called Caring Hands that yes. she's singing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. just this She says, sign, really a pe- sign the petition. You don't even have to read it. You don't even have to read it. <laughs> like, no one's signing the pe- petition. No one's even paying attention to her. But she still yeah. is, like, hopeful about it and, like, trying her best. And we see very much so in this initial look into her character that she's like always hopeful she you know a lot of times is realistic she was like yeah you yeah. don't have to read it like a lot of people they're not signing it but i'm going to keep on trying because that's what i believe 
yeah, you definitely can't. You definitely get the sense that she really cares about this, and that she herself is just very involved and charitable person. Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, Penny's a sweet girl. Everyone understands that. Um, and so then uh, we see Billy is, or Doctor Horrible is, uh, trying to execute his operation to his big bad plan to. St- what is it he stealing? It's like Wonder. Tonium or something like that. Wonderlinium, something like that. Um, yeah, Raven, we we have to hold on. We have to get the name right of that. I'm going to. Google we have it. we have the Googles at our fingertips. Yeah. Um, Wonderflonium. Wonderflonium. Okay. We didn't need to take the time to do that. It wasn't important, but it was to me. It's, it was not deep, but also it is important because it is part of the musical. <laughs> uh, <laughs> audience, uh, Raven did a very nice pointed to the sky hand flare when she said to the musical it's like she was saying the theater <laughs> theater it is your craft it is our craft it is what we do it's not what we do we just talk shit about no it. we are by no means actors or performers oh absolutely um not. hard pass on that yes so Makes me nervous. While Billy is trying to um, execute his devious plan to steal the Wonderflonium, mm-hmm. uh, he Which is, runs into. You you see, he does it in a cool way. Like he is, yeah, a very smart, talented villain. He like throws this magnetic thing onto the van that he can then just control it. Yeah, like on his phone. Which is pretty cool tech. Yeah. Um, Which gets interrupted by a petition. Yeah, and you see but how more importantly by Penny. Yeah, and you see how nerdy he is, and like how he just cannot, you know, have normal human conversation. When she was like, "Hey," and he's like, "Ah, ah," it just starts like screaming, <laughs> like like no, no normal words. You just the just utterances. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just like sounds coming out of his mouth, um, and she's just like, "Hey, um, I know, like I know you. We go to the same laundromat. We see each other." Several times a week, and he and he was um, like, "Oh, do you mean like Wednesday, Friday from these hours? Sometimes every other week, uh, like rotating uh, schedule." Skip weekends, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah, I think I've seen you around. And she's just like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, okay." Um, anywho, like, <laughs> dude, I red flag. Gonna ignore this. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, and so then she talks about the petition, asks him to sign, and. She starts talking about talking about how homelessness is like a symptom. Yeah, you're curing um, the symptom, not the problem. Yeah, Which and the problem is, is like the true. people in power. It's very true. And he's like, yeah, like the the problem is actually the system and like the people that the like the that has the power in their hands, like mm-hmm. blah blah. Like, Which we but see actually a lo- fix like, the problem. We see a lot throughout the rest of the musical with like the the mayor, yeah. the the hero, the news reporters. They don't care. None of them really care. Absolutely not. Penny's the only one that cares. And yeah. to an extent, Dr. Horrible, um, he cares about the system and the injustice and just what the norm in society is. And he just wants to, you know, completely destroy that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Admirable. So once once again, not inherently a bad person. You no. Know? Yeah. Um, and so then the Billy signs Penny's petition and it's just like, you know, we got to try to fix the system. But for right now, I'll sign your petition because that's all we can do right now. Um, so now uh, Billy signs the petition and we see him going back to remote control the van. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the guy gets, like, the person who's loading up the Wonderflonium gets in the van, he remote controls and starts driving it away. And then we see out of seemingly nowhere, Nathan Fillion appears on screen. As Captain as- Hammer. 
Captain Hammer. Gross. The he quote sucks. unquote superhero. He does suck. Oh, very much. Also, stupid logo. It's literally just a hammer. Oh, yeah. Not even like a nice hammer. Not even like a Thor's like Mjolnir hammer. Just like no. literally just like handyman hander. Yeah. Hander? Hammer. Okay. Um, uh, and so he punches the magnetic thing so Dr. Horrible doesn't have control anymore. That's right. And then it like kind of like. Is he at this point? Oh, yeah. Song start later. Yeah. Uh, That's what I was trying to figure out. Um, uh, yeah. After Dr. Horrible like signs the petition, Penny goes away. He was like, what are you doing? Texting. Goes into the song A Man's Gotta Do. Um, so he has like the quick like costume change. And that's when Captain Hammer arrives. So the song A Man's Gotta Do is sung by the three main characters. Mm-hmm. Dr. Horrible is like, I'm doing this partly like to get the girl. This is what I gotta do. This is what a man's gotta do. Even though he's struggling because like she left after signing a petition. He was having commu- like a conversation with her. That was like his chance. Yeah. Pretty much for like, the first time ever. Yeah. But this is besides he was like, I like your hair. Awkwardly, he's like, no, I meant like the air. It's great in the laundromat earlier. So this is what he's got to do to get the girl. And then Captain Hammer comes in, super bravado, is like, a man's got to do what a man's got to do, like save the day because he's the only one that can. That kind of ego you see immediately. Yeah. And all the bravado and the arrogance. Um, yeah, so he lands on the van and breaks the uh, the remote control device, which then kind of seal sends the van like, What's the word? Careening um, mm-hmm. down the street. Uh, In because, a tizzy. Yeah, because Dr. Horrible can't control it anymore. Um, and we see that it's about to hit, about to hit Penny. Um, and, and so Captain Hammer just yeets her into the garbage. <laughs> like, In a moment you would, of brilliant heroism. <laughs> just you would think shoves like, her she has force. like a fractured sternum. If he's able to yes. like punch a metal cylinder and crush it, and he just like full force palm to the chest strong arms her into a pile of garbage and a dumpster yeah. um but then he technically did save her um, no he did not the van stopped by dr horrible right before true. it hit captain hammer and captain hammer is like he was like oh well then he must have thought like oh i'm better than what i thought but like he wasn't the one who actually stopped he wasn't it the one that, yeah but he did take the credit for her so basically what he did was just throw a woman in the garbage. Yes. And um, I don't I don't understand your tone of voice, Campbell. You're acting like that's not the most chivalrous thing a gentleman could ever do to a lady. You're right. Next time we're you know, see each other in person, Raven, watch out. And I'm gonna be your hero. <laughs> <laughs> and just like drop kick you into like a recycling container, you know. So uh she's in the garbage and um Dr. Horrible was like, what are you doing? You could have heard her. And um, he, like, gets choked out. And, like you said before, like, emphasis to the music. Um, But it's Captain Hammer smashing (laughs) Dr. Horrible's head into the van. On the hood of the van. And Penny comes out. She's singing along. She was like, you saved me. My hero. Completely smitten. While Captain Hammer is just, like, beating the shit out of Dr. Horrible. Directly in front of her. Yeah. Also, um, I really like how during this part, so I noted that Penny's voice, Penny's singing voice at this point is like very like light and airy and like Mm kind of gives her like an innocent sort of like naive vibe. 
And so it's the three of their characters singing. Um, it's I actually kept calling him Metro Man accidentally in my notes because of Megamind. Um, <laughs> but it's funny. Captain Hammer and Penny singing to each other. And basically her saying, oh my gosh, like I'm so grateful to you for saving me. And him being like, yes, you are correct. I am amazing for saving you. Yeah. Um, and then we see Dr. Horrible kind of in the background saying, oh my God, I'm actually the one who saved you. Please don't fall for this idiot. Don't listen to him. Like he literally threw you into a pile of garbage. Come yeah. on, girl. And while they're distracted, flirting, he's able to steal the Wonderflonium and like walks off. And then the last word, of act one is just balls <laughs> yeah because he's so mad he was like can't you see how phony this guy is and she can't yeah she no, does not at this point yeah yeah so that's the end of act one and then we get into act two well how do you feel about act one um i really liked act one i think it especially for being very short it very well established like each of the characters the relationship between them um and i really like something i like about this song is that or about this musical is that every major plot point happens through song Mm. um which i think is something that you see more in good musicals like swing Todd chicago like a bunch of other ones like that name two more like no yeah Um, no do it right (laughs) now you said a bunch of others do it Okay, so Sweeney Todd, Chicago, The Producers, uh, Les Mis. Yeah, for a second I was going to do do ones that we haven't done yet. <laughs> that we... <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, also Phantom of the Opera, which I know you also haven't seen. Yeah. Um, but uh, also The Greatest Showman, which I don't think is a great musical, but the songs are good at the very I've least. never seen it. That's also one we're going to do on the show. Okay. But to me, I think a good characteristic of or a common characteristic of good musicals is that the songs and the music are the means by which you learn things mm. and the means by which it's what drives the plot the yeah, yeah happen as opposed to like in some other musicals like like for Greece for example there were a couple of songs that kind of drove some stuff but for the most part like it was just some, like yeah, this scene happened oh yeah yeah for the most part, I was like, this scene happened, and now the character is singing about it. But mm-hmm. you're not really learning anything new or seeing um, the plot develop during the song. Except it's in just Greece, seeing how predatory all the men are. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's just a common motif throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think I really liked that you're learning things and developing the story through the music, and the music isn't just ancillary, you know? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Drink number two. Clink. Okay. Act two. It starts with the vlog again. Yes. As all the acts do. And then we get into the song, my favorite song, My Eyes. I love this song so much. Spoiler. Um, We're going to be playing it later. (gasps) Oh, this is. This like, I have this song saved in my music on Spotify that I listen to at least once a week. Yeah. So this is so good. Yeah, my eyes, which is starts off with Doctor Horrible. He's jaded. He's bitter. He's vengeful. He's like stalking Penny and Captain Hammer. Yes. And my eyes. This song is basically my perspective. This is how I see the world in this situation mm-hmm. right now. So, uh, Doctor Hammer, uh, Doctor Hammer, Doctor Horrible um, <laughs> doesn't understand how Penny can't see what he sees through his yes. eyes. He's like, I can't believe my eyes that you're falling for this. Like this, it's so obvious 
how this world works and what these people are doing. And these are the people in positions of power and you're just falling yeah. for it. I wish you could see through my eyes. Yeah. And then we get to Penny's part where like Penny is sitting with Captain Hammer in a homeless shelter. Like they're eating there. Like soup hanging kitchen out. kind of thing. Yeah. And she's explaining to him like, these are the people that I'm trying to help. These are the people that need our help the most. They're the people that the shelter is for. And Again, like looking at it as a third person, it's very obvious Captain Hammer is not interested. He is he does so not uncomfortable care. about these people when they come up to him, when yeah. they're in the park. One of them touches like... him on the shoulder and you see him just like look at his arm, just like, ugh. And in the park when he sees the ducks, he's scared of them, which, yeah. valid. I mean, a, ducks good, a good old... Terrible. Uh, ducks uh, and geese are terrible creatures. Yeah. Geese are a plague on this world. Okay. Um, yes. And so Penny in this, <laughs> actually, you know, being on topic, sorry. She's like, I can't believe my eyes how wonderful the world is i can't believe my eyes the situation she's in with captain hammer it's like i can't believe how good this is it seems too good to be true which it is it is yeah also one of the things i wanted to note earlier how during a man's gotta do when she first meets captain hammer i noted how her voice is like very light very airy very like innocent sounding in this song, her voice is actually a lot deeper and it sounds like she sounds more self-assured, almost as if because these good things are happening and you are here with me and like everything seems to be going well, I, I feel more safe. Like I, I yeah. can be more confident in myself, you know, like things she, are starting to go like look up and go well. She thinks, okay, so this song, Dr. Horrible is like, why can't you see what I see? And Penny is like, oh, Captain Hammer, you're seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, like, finally someone is here to help out. Someone who cares and has Mm -hmm. the power to help where I can't. Whose kind of, like, purpose in the world aligns with mine. Yeah. Even though, again, as a third third party observer, (laughs) it does not. And you need to get away from him. Yeah. Oh, and also when they're in the soup kitchen, uh, Dr. Horrible is in disguise with a fake mustache ladling soup. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hiding in bushes. Straight up stalking them. Yes. Hilarious. Comedic genius. So yeah, that's the song my also, eyes. I loved I loved their duet as well. Oh, it's so good. I Their voices meld very well together. Yes, they do. Um and the especially when they're singing at the same time. So at first it's like just Doctor Horrible singing and then Penny singing, and then they basically kind of singing along the same lines as they did before at the same time. And it's not perfectly in sync. And I don't know. It's just so... What's the word? It's how... It's like the auditory version of aesthetically pleasing. I mean, orally pleasing. Like A-U-R-A-L, orally pleasing. Literally pleasing to the ear. Yeah, that's not what I was thinking. Anywho. Okay. I appreciate the help, Raven. I try. So hard. But in the end. And got so far. And in the end... It, it did not even matter. matter. Um, which is funny because I do <laughs> have like notes about like Lincoln Park later on. I think in like at the end of Act Why? Okay. We'll uh, get to that. Just, okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so now, yeah. So I just, I don't know. It sounds great. Exactly what you said before. The voices meld so well together. It's a fun song to also sing as someone who can't sing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love singing this song. Because it, like, fits in my limited vocal register. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think you're a bad singer. Thanks. Again, you are artistically talented in many ways, Kim. Oh, man. Raven, you are such a kind person. 
Um, and I cherish, I cherish our friendship. Okay, that's gross. Um, let's get back. <laughs> okay, speaking of gross, um, that the laundromat, not gross as laundromat. I, okay, I love going to the laundromat so much. It is such a therapeutic place for me. Interesting, here's, okay. Here, here's why. One, I love using change for something. It seems not wasteful. Fair. Two, especially, I like to go at off hours so there's like no one else there. I put like a music or a podcast in and you can use three washers and dryers at the same time. So if you have like a shit ton of laundry, you could do it. It just takes so little time and it just seems so efficient to do. And I uh, know I just have very fond memories of doing laundry in the laundromat. And then my like new apartment now, um, they do have onsite laundry, but there's like 20 units in this building and they have like two washers and two dryers. So I feel oh, yeah. um, I'll just go to a laundromat anyway, because I think it's like still the same like price-wise. And also, the name of the laundromat is Campbell's, so. <laughs> you gotta go. Crazy random happenstance, which segues <laughs> into the conversation <laughs> in the laundromat, where uh, uh. Billy um, is like, what do you know? I ordered one thing of frozen yogurt, and they gave and me they two. And they gave me two. Not a thing that would ever happen. <laughs> what a crazy random happenstance. Um, also, there's no toppings on them. None. It's just like plain vanilla frozen yogurt. Yeah. It's like, do you like frozen yogurt? It's like, I love it. I was like, one, does anyone love it? You like it. Stop. Stop. Right? stop. Yeah. You like it. It's, it's like, not No matter how good. Yeah. Even the best frozen yogurt in the world. And I, I like frozen yogurt for I, my Yeah, heart. see, but you like it. Even... Even the best frozen yogurt in the world is not ice cream. Yeah. So. Is frozen yogurt still as, I know, there was definitely a frozen yogurt surge. Like oh, around that time. And then I, I like to think the different surges of like food and shops. Like it was frozen yogurt. And then I feel like it was cupcakes. And then I feel like we really got into like donuts. Like everywhere. Oh yeah, like duck donuts and like sugar shack. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, voodoo donuts. Um. Oh yeah, because then like the, the cake donuts became a really big thing. Like the donuts, like those you are can, my like, favorite. Pick all your those... own toppings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like simple cake, like old fashioned donuts. Those are my favorite. Like Dunkin' oh, Donuts version of that. That's all I want. Oh, uh, yeah. But at the same time, I do really like duck donuts kind of place, and like so you have that classic texture, and then have like an orange glaze, maybe some almonds on it. Perfect. Anyway, the musical. Wait, what do you Frozen think? Frozen yogurt. Ne- what do you think the next trend will be after donuts? Ooh, okay. Because I still think we're food in wise. we're in the donut phase. Um, the next big trend, food wise. Yeah, if you had to place money right now, what's the next one? I think it'll be like fried, maybe not fried, but like like pastries and stuff like like uh like maybe like cream puffs or cannolis. I wish it was cannolis. Oh, cannolis are amazing. Uh, Raven, um, I think the next fad will be s'mores oh oh my god s'mores like gourmet s'mores or like like s'more flavored things or like actually like different flavored s'mores different flavored s'mores oh okay i can see like a cinnamon s'more Mm -hmm. i think you can do like a strawberry shortcake s'more and have like white chocolate instead of just like you know regular like milk chocolate oh see now i want this to be a thing 
how can I how can I influence this as someone who is not in the food, restaurant, or culinary business? <laughs> Listeners, spread the word. <laughs> we're, we're taking a hard transition <laughs> into what we want to do. This is the last episode, and then Raven and I are going to the s'mores business. Indeed. It's, Indeed. Our, our, our store is going to call it s'more be what? Be the change you want to see in the world. Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> which is another good segue to this conversation oh in the laundromat <laughs> where so they're like i don't know they're talking they're friends they're sitting you know crisscross applesauce on the um washer and dryer or whatever uh, and penny is telling um billy about the boy she's seeing and it's like, yeah, I thought he was cheesy at first. Trust your instincts. He's like, but yeah, people yeah. have layers. And he's just like super, you know, bitter about it. It's like sometimes people yeah. have an even third layer that's like actually the that's same as the... deeper than the second layer. That's actually the same as the first layer. <laughs> yeah. And so he like gets really upset. He just has like the spork in his leg because he's just oh, like yeah. in pain. Because I, th- I think she says Wait, like, oh, like, are Is this you, are a conversation sure okay? they talk about Gandhi? Or is that another time? I think it's another time. It is another time. Okay. Um, yeah, like, she's like, oh, like, are you sure you're okay? And she's like, yeah, like, why wouldn't I be? She's like, because you are driving that spork deep into your leg. And he's yeah, and, like, he, and he's like, mm, yeah. he doesn't remove it. <laughs> and he just holds it there. And you can see, like, it's like a standoff to him. And she's just like, okay, well, uh, cool. <laughs> and then we see that the freeze ray is complete. Um, he's vlogging, and he's just like, yeah, here's the all the details for my plan. Um, Dr. Horrible introduces a new catchphrase. He has his PhD in horriblenesses. Horribleness? <laughs> in horribleness, yeah. Yeah, which and, is pretty great. Uh, As someone working towards their PhD currently, I'm a fan. And so uh, he goes into his plans, and then we go back to the vlog, and he's like, so... Um, apparently the LAPD and Captain Hammer are viewers of said blog. They knew I was coming. It takes some and the time freeze to... Ray <laughs> takes a couple minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> Captain Hammer threw a car at my head. <laughs> uh, I felt so bad for him. I was like, buddy, this is why you don't talk about your plans on any sort of public platform, especially if you're a supervillain. Raven, this is, you know what? We already made a mistake. We already talked about our plans about um, some more what, our thrilling new business venture, and everyone's going to hear it. But here's the thing. This particular episode is not going to be published for a few weeks. So we have time to get up and running. But we'll get get the jump on it. Well, I'll, I'll put together a business plan. Cool, 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 cool. We got a proposal. We'll go down to the bank get a get a loan. I think that's yeah. how that works. No clue. <laughs> I didn't major in business. So. <laughs> Engineering. Um, so then, uh, Doctor Horrible gets uh, another letter from Bad Horse. So we have the uh, Bad Horse reprise, and it's like we saw you fail. Yeah. Answers- but was it this one a phone call? Oh, was it a phone call? Not that it really matters, but I think this one was a call. Oh, okay. Um, so it was. Yeah, so we see the Western boys um, chorus singing again. Hilarious. And it was like, yeah, you fucked up again. Yeah. Uh, We'll let you join if you kill someone. 
Yeah, like that is now the only way you can get in because no. clearly you are not up to par. There better be blood. Yeah. Make sure it's not yours. Oh yeah, they do say that. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so he's pretty upset. He's in the laundromat again um, with Penny, and they have like frozen yogurt again. And he's talking about, it's like, yeah, this job promotion, like, I really think I'm qualified, but I don't think I can get it. And he was like, yeah. if only I could be, like, bad horse. And then Penny's She's like, like, the bad- thoroughbred of sin? <laughs> he's like, no, I meant Gandhi. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> I just love the term thoroughbred of sin so much. Like, I want to see, like, the Kentucky Derby one day, and that's, like, one of the horses. <laughs> As a huge fan of Seabiscuit and, you know, Tobey Maguire's works, I think the movie and the book would be elevated if there was, like, a rival horse called the Thoroughbred of Sin. So, okay, so what we'll do is we'll take our profits from the store business. <laughs> and then we'll and, petition and to Tobey Maguire. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going like, to just buy our own racehorse. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to petition Toby McGuire to do more edits of the movie and just insert Thoroughbred of Sin <laughs> into the already filmed, established movie. And some, and lot, not the author of the mean, book or the director or whatever the producing company was, but just like the lead actor has this power. <laughs> I just did well, the of course. audience. I just did the Spider-Man like, <laughs> but you can't see that. An audience I am looking on disappointedly at the person I guess is my friend. Uh, lover. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. We are aggressively platonic. <laughs> like one, like 150%. Anyway, um, back to the musical. I guess. Um, so uh, Billy's discouraged and uh, Penny's like, everything happens and... Billy's like, don't say for a reason. And she was like, no, everything just happens. Everything happens, which I love. Yeah. Like, not everything happens for a reason. And I yeah, always hate when people say happen. that. Yeah. Um, and so we get into Penny's song. And so we hear a lot of, like, I don't know, she's definitely been hurt in the past. Like, she's always hopeful for, you know, society, romantic endeavors. And she was like, mm-hmm. you have to keep dreaming because you just gotta. Yeah. Um, and it gives a little more insight into, like, who Penny is and just, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, just the type of person she is. Like, she um, recognizes the bad, but yeah, she still like she chooses to see the good. Absolutely. Which I think is a great type of person to be. Yeah. And then um, they almost kiss. And then she was like, oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, it's like how things are going with Captain Hammer. And he's like, good. He may be dropping by. I'm excited to see, like, what you think of him. Uh, and, and he's he just was, like, oh, no, I got to get like, out look of here. At the, uh, uh, what did he say? Um, oh, goodness, look at my wrist. <laughs> like, fake watch. <laughs> like, it's a half past, uh, half past freckle, whatever. Um, and he tries to leave. And then Captain Hammer comes in. He's like, oh, we never met before. And he's like, okay, cool. I don't need my laundry. I'm just trying to get out of here. And they're talking. They're, in, you know, meet, quote unquote, for the first time. Um, and then Penny leaves. And then Captain Hammer's like, hey, doctor. Like, I know you. You don't wear a Real mask. Quick. Before we get to after Penny leaves, I love how when Penny's just like, oh yeah, like he's helping us. Um, like he got the mayor to agree to turn the building into the shelter. Mm-hmm. And Captain Hammer's just like, the only signature he needed was my fist. And I'm just like, dude. <laughs> with dude, with with a on. with a pen in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um 
Oh, yeah, and he was, like, before, like, recognizing him, or unless he was just, like, playing it cool, he was like, you look horribly familiar. Yeah. And classic I I cheesy that superhero. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I assumed that was, like, intended to be, like, a pun, and just, like, I know who you are. Come on. Yeah. Um, And so Penny leaves, and he was like, I'm gonna give Penny the night of her life, sure, like, central base of operations, whatever. Uh, because I can see you won her, so that's why I'm doing yeah. this. Not out of any actual affection for her or no. caring about her in the slightest. Just purely out of spite. Um, and then he was like, yeah, and then later tonight, I'm gonna give her the hammer. And then he walks off. <laughs> no, and then he no, comes no. back. <laughs> and then he says, the hammer is my penis. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I just, I just gotta say, I just gotta say, as an avid fan of Nathan Fillion, like I'm a very big Firefly, Serenity, like I Castle. love Nathan Fillion. Oh, Castle, yes, I loved him in this. Like I just, I think it's so interesting because a lot of times, like he's the protagonist, he's like the good guy or whatever. And I thought it was so things. funny. Yeah, I loved seeing him as just like a ha ha ha, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, but, you, I'm glad you inherently understood. Yeah, it was. It was like, ha ha ha, I'm great. Um, was the subtext to that laugh? Yes, yes, glad you got that. Um, and so then we see, uh, Billy start or Doctor Horrible like, start singing, brand new day. Yes, and about like, how like things have clicked. Oh, yeah, he's just like, I don't know why I didn't think of this before. I gotta kill somebody to get into this evil league of evil. I'm just gonna kill you. So I, I feel like getting into solved. the league is the afterthought. He's just like, I'm gonna kill you. Oh, this would help me. And this will also help me, yeah. Yeah. And so this uh brand new day is very like edgy, like classic, uh two thousands music video recording, kinda grainy, just like walking around a town. Um, this is why I thought about Lincoln Park. <laughs> I see it. I see okay. it. Okay. Okay. Um, so brand new day. Um, it's like, it's a brand new day. Like my, uh, eyes are open. Today's the day. Like someone's going to die. Yeah. But like, like today's the day, like I, now like I'm going to be able to realize my dreams. Now I know what I have to do. Like I have a clear vision, a clear path for my future. And this is what's going to get me to where I need to be. Yeah. And then uh, we have like a fun montage of um, Captain Hammer beating up Doctor Horrible. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> which just is like all swinging around on the same corner. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and then at one point there's like a mall Santa there, like a Salvation yeah. Army like during, Santa yeah. there. Yeah, funny. That's I that just good. Loved it. But yeah, this song is very edgy. He's like made the turn. It's like really good contrast to Freeze Ray. Yeah, where it's all just, like, hopeful and idealistic, and this was just, like, no. Murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna listen to that horse. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think it's a great song, though. I mean, all the songs are great, but I think it's a great song. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's... And then, like, he's in his apartment, and he has, like, a picture of Penny, like, in his apartment that he obviously stealthily took and like how creepy it was is that? not she was not aware that that picture was taken There's that, no way. that ain't it chief um that's bad <laughs> like oh wait i mean i get it you're a villain but like that's that's Come not on. that's not great. you're better than this 
Yeah, you're better than yeah. this, Billy. And so, at the very end of it, like, when he's looking at the picture, he was like, I'm going to do my plan. You're going to see the real me. There's no hiding anymore. You may not like what you see, but you won't care anymore because I'm going to change the world. Like, I'll give you Australia. The world will be what I slash we make of it. Yeah. And I think that's a very interesting thing to, like, sing in this because so far, um, no character to Penny has, like, shown her who they really are. And this is Dr. This is Dr. Horrible's vow to her that, hey, I'm going to be honest. Which, no, I mean, which is, you know, fair. She's, she deserves honesty. Absolutely. You know, um, especially because, like, he, like, wants to be with her and he's interested in her. And it's just like, yeah, like, you should be honest with her about who you are. And this is saying, like, this, this part is him saying, like, I'm not going to try to hide from you. Like, this is who I am and this is who I intend to be. But once you see me, I hope that, like, like we can still, this can still be a thing, you know? Yeah. So that brings us at the end of Act 2. Yeah. One more? Yeah. Let me finish this one real quick. Okay. How are you feeling? I feel pretty good, actually. Um, I, like, am feeling it a little bit, but I'm not quite tipsy. I've maybe got, like, a little buzz going. Yeah. This, I feel like this last one is really what's going to do it. I think, I think it might tip me over the edge. Okay. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Clink. Clunk. Okay, this, that just reminded me, and I'm like really not trying to force 30 Rock into this podcast, but it's when uh, Jenna Maroney is, has like all the, um, you know, Floridians fans, mm-hmm. um, and she was like, I'm one of the, I'm one of the guys now. She was like, let's oh, open, <laughs> like, yeah, let's open up a Bruce Sky, and she opened, like the sound effects, like, uh, it's like, kuchunk. <laughs> blinky, blinky, blinky. It's like, they're like, that's, none of those, none of those sound effects are right. That's not how any of that works. Reminded me, when you said clink, I said clunk, and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> no, it's pizzap. Blinky, blinky, blinky. Blinky, blinky. <laughs> and then, I, oh, what's his name? Oh, like, um, um, hat guy. Um, Rossitano is the last name. Fred? Uh, Frank Rossitano. Frank. Frank Rossitano. Thank you. It's like, those are even the right sound effects. Uh, <laughs> Although, act. I love how you said that you weren't trying to force 30 Rock into this podcast. Every single thing we have said throughout this entire episode up till now, I have been backtracking in my mind. Just like, when can we bring in 30 Rock? Like, <laughs> which of these things relates? Uh, man. Um, act three? Yes. Act three. Act three. So, there's going to be a ceremony. For Mm -hmm. the homeless shelter. There's going to be a statue of Captain Hammer. The news reporters, like, it, like, they say it's a good day day to be be homeless. homeless. I love that we both wrote down that line. Because I was just like, oh. (laughs) Because, I mean, that's just going into, like, what, like, Dr. Horrible has been, like, thinking and saying. Like, the people in in power. And, like, Penny actually cares about these things. But it's just... It's such a, like, a fad for these people. Like, these issues and causes in these people's lives. It's entertainment. Absolutely. And, like, during the song, so we get into the song, So They Say, which is, like, uh, after the initial, like, newsreel show, or newsreel bit on it. And it's, like, they go to, like, um, there's, like, this group of, like, groupies, really, for Captain uh, Hammer. 
Uh, uh, they're like singing about it and everything and you see like they don't care about her at all they are only there because they're just like oh captain hammer's doing this thing so i like want to support it because i like him you know what i mean but they don't yeah. care about her literally at all yeah and so yeah we get into the song so they say which i love the title of the song because it's like a perfect way to describe how other people feel about these issues yes no one has their own opinions or experiences they know this yeah. because other people have said like so they say here's what's going on it's not like i think i believe these things except for yeah penny with those certain things so um yeah captain also, hammer is like, like there's like real love thanks to me so they say the news headline is uh the quote from captain hammer is like i hope to sit yeah. in an example you know for children and for stuff. children and stuff yeah and it's just like Buddy, okay. Again, just showing how like how blatantly Captain Hammer like does not care about these issues, is not invested in this, is purely just doing this for the good PR and because like he knows like people will be like, Oh my god, like Captain Hammer is so amazing, he's like mm-hmm. helping the homeless and he's just yeah. like awesome. And you yeah. also see like the groupies for the first time, which I love them. Yeah. Um I love Yeah, I love it's that like part so where, they um... say, not thinking for yourself. Um and oh yeah, in the news they're like, next up, who's gay? And then it's like the gay guy groupie starts talking. It's like they're talking about how romantic the love story is with Penny and Captain Hammer. And they're like, we have a problem with her. I have a lock of his hair. And then (laughs) Captain Hammer is like, maybe this will be a time I can like sleep with the same girl twice. Yeah. And he's like, I heard like the second time it's better because they'll let you do the weird stuff. And the, it cuts to the groupies. There's like, we do the weird stuff. <laughs> or no, they come, they like, they like, they like lean into the frame. There's yeah. like, we do the weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get into Penny. It's like, this is a perfect life for me. This is perfect. So they say. She's not convinced. Yeah. You know what it actually, the scene really reminds me of with the groupies and everything? Um, in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, oh, with, uh, um. What is it called? What's that song called? Uh, the it's, the o- the opening song, "Let's Talk Shit About Bell" as a community. That song, basically, yeah. Bonjour. <laughs> um, where there's like, <laughs> where there's like the three, basically Gaston's groupies, um, and they're just like talking about like, oh my god, like we love Gaston, he's so hot, but like, fuck Bell, she can go to hell. You know it's what I like, mean? It's um kind of same as in it's like you know shitting on protagonist. But kind of in like a reversed way. It's like the brothel in Aladdin. Oh, yes. I can um, see that. That's, uh, what's, what's that song? Um, uh, Prince Ali? No. Uh, it's the other song where he's trying to escape. One Jump Ahead, yeah. Yeah, that song. Um, yeah. But yeah, the groupies are great in this. And they're, and like a lot of the um, actors in this musical are not necessarily like primarily actors. A lot of them are, mm-hmm. like, uh, writers. They're, like, fully artists. Um, they, But they're, like, all striking during this time. So it was, I thought it was really cool um, yeah. to get a bunch of these people, like, currently, like, out of the job, like, fighting for, like, what they deserve. Uh, these big, like, production companies are just, like, not giving them, um, unrightfully yeah. so. That they're still... I mean, like, even Zach and Jed have done that. Like, Zach Whedon and Jed Whedon, like, they've also done that. Like, they're primarily, like, writers and stuff like that. But they've also done, like, a fair bit of acting here and there. So yeah. I, I like that it was kind of, like, bringing kind of the two together. Yeah, and, like, one of the groupies uh, is 
uh, writer, uh, like, wrote for Dr. Horrible, um, and also, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, she was uh, married to Jed Whedon, um, oh, yeah. another one. Um, I think Joss saw her at, and she was playing, uh, I forgot what role in Les Mis, at this, like, one school, and after that, it was like, oh, you should be in this. And so, yeah, it's just really cool, and we see later on, like, the mayor, uh, Richard Partlow, um, he's, like, mainly, like, a Foley artist, so, like, you know, recreate sound effects for like film and tv mm -hmm. and he's super prolific like Balsar galactica arrow chuck he did a bunch of episodes of scrubs and like i don't know just that's awesome list upon list kind of thing but um i feel like that's a role that's very often like overlooked or maybe not just like just not well known enough yeah it's like everyone knows like yeah like shows and movies have a producer director the actors the music like all that stuff you know about like, boom a lot mics of <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people don't really think about, like, the sound effects mm. and, like, how much work really goes into that. That and yeah. lighting. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Just, like, everyone who works in production and entertainment, like, they all deserve a hand. A round of applause. <laughs> and I will insert a round of applause. For them. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I guess also for myself for thinking of the idea, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. So, yeah. So they say, so... Penny's like, should I stop pretending? Like, this is not what she wants. And both Penny and Dr. Horrible say, this is a brand new day. Yes. So, for Dr. Horrible, it's a reference of like, oh, I'm going to murder this dude. Um, 100%. Dude's going down. I feel like, uh, to me, it, it meant that, like, maybe Penny was like, this is a brand new day to, like, be honest with myself. I do, like, she does see what's going on. Like she, she is understands like, like the centerpiece is not the homeless people, the homeless shelter, or like the actual work that needs to be done. It's Captain Hammer. Yeah, but like the work is still being done. That's why she's conflicted. Like it, yeah. may, it probably wouldn't have happened without him. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's like it's more important to her that this gets done than that maybe like that it that it gets done. The people that need the help get the help. You know what I mean? And if he gets a lot of praise in the meantime, well, you know he did help with it, so. Yeah. Why not? And then the groupies are again, this is his dry clean receipt for a sweater vest. <laughs> I was just like, bro, calm it down. Yeah. He doesn't care about you. Um, and so then we get to... We see Dr. Horrible we... change his stun ray. He puts a label. It's now a death ray. It's now a death ray. And it's yeah. just like, oh, he's about to murder somebody. And by oh, yeah. somebody, Captain Hamber. 100%. So then we see like the ceremony where the mayor, I love this line. The mayor's like, justice has a name besides justice, but it's also <laughs> Captain Hammer. And then Captain Hammer comes up and just like... Oh, such a horrible speech. Oh my gosh. No words. I, I, when he's like reading off the cue cards, I hate the homelessness problem. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see like Penny's just like, um, oh, okay. And he like makes okay, a okay, point he kept going. <laughs> to like reference her. Is like, and my serious longtime girlfriend, who's quite nerdy, like quiet, like nerdy thing. Not my like usual type. Usual but it's nice. thing, but it's okay. <laughs> it's nice, we, you know. We have sex, um, and then we and get into the like, song. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, let's let's not do, be a part of any of this. And we get into the song. Everyone's a hero. During this song. I love, like, it cuts to Penny here and there, and you can see her just, like, sidestepping out the door. And I immediately thought of that gif of, like, Homer, like, sliding into the backwards bushes. into the bushes. Ah, oh, man. 
I love The Simpsons so much. There's, oh, God, that's such a good gif. <laughs> Do you say gif or jif? I forget what GIF. you just said. Okay. Even though it's the creator... Because because the G stands for graphics, and but it's not pronounced cre- graphics. But, like, the creator of them... I do say not GIF. care. I okay. don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Like, what's your favorite peanut GIF. butter GIF? Anyway, back to Everyone's a Hero. Um, I, I There's so many of the lines in this song are just, like, hilarious. And just, oh, like... No really illuminating who he is as a person but one of the things i really like is when he's just like um everyone's a hero you and you and mostly me and you, you know? oh. <laughs> <It's> just like <laughs> the whole song is basically like yeah everyone's great like you all need help but also like i'm the real hero here but like you guys are also heroes in a not so heroic way <laughs> yeah and like everyone has their villains which is a very true thing but mm-hmm. y'all's aren't as cool as mine yeah and, like, I'm, like, more heroic than you are, but you're heroes in your own way, so that's fine. He literally just says, like, know he, your place. I was literally about to say that, yes. <laughs> and the whole time, it's just, like, and you can see, like, but even then, the audience is still, like, going along with it. Like, Deltoid of two... compassion. <laughs> the, what is it, the abs of kindness? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can see, like, there were, like, one or two parts, like, the audience is just, like, Oh, okay. But for the most part, they're like really going along with it. Like they're still even though much he like, says Yay, things Captain like Hammer. he's like a poverty's new sheriff, and he's going to beat the slums. He says that line. He literally says that he's going to beat the slums. He also he also literally calls them retarded. Oh, which is yeah. like not okay. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, everyone is into it if you're not a freaking tard, which is terrible. Not okay. No, like, that's oh not okay gosh. to say whatsoever. And apologies to listeners that like we're using that language, but he sucks. Like there, there's and if no any and if anyone's quality. like currently still using that language, you're a terrible person. So please stop. Yes. Okay. Not even please. Don't be nice about it. Stop. Fair. Yes. Yeah. Basically, this song is just the cherry on top that Captain Hammer is a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And yet, again, like, the public and the media and everyone loves him because he presents as a hero. And so it's just going back to Dr. Horrible's point about the system is the issue. Like, you're not... Which, like, honestly, is so relevant in the day's climate. Like, this movie was made... Or miniseries was made, like, 12 years ago still so relevant because again like we see so many symptoms but like the actual issue is the system and when you have people like captain hammer and the public and the media and the government that worship him you're not going to be able to fix the problem yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah, um, and so then while he's at the end of Everyone's a Hero, he's, like, holding or about to go into this, the big, like, finish or whatever, and we see uh, Dr. Horrible burst in. Freeze Ray is ready this time. Yeah. It took a couple it's, minutes it's to warm up, up, but it's yeah. ready. <laughs> he, he is prepared. He did not say the plans on his vlog this time. This time. Um, and so he blasts Captain Hammer with, with the, the Freeze Ray. Which and, is um, super successful. Like, I, I was like, I was proud of him. I was just like, look at you. Okay. Like, it's like when Doofenshmirtz finally makes a thing that actually works. I mean, all of his <laughs> things do work. It's just like... But they all also have self-destruct buttons on them. And it's just like, why? Why did you even build that? I in? mean, it's just, you know, it's a core part of any good innator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So we're at the song Slipping, which is a great title for it because it's very, the song, how it sounds is very like slinky. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, like you could do a good like shimmy into this song and it would be fitting. Yeah. During the song, he reminds me of um, the not real villain, but the pseudo villain from like Monsters Inc. The like purple like Randall. wizard guy. Randall, yes. Uh he kind of reminds me of Randall a little bit in the scene. Just because again like the like kind of slinky, like sliding yeah. in feel. Maybe Ursula a little bit, but I feel like Randall's more of like the It's all about body real... language. Yeah. <laughs> body language. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good Ursula move. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Round of applause again for because I am amazing. Yeah, so the song Slipping is really good. Um, like, the the lines, like, sheeple gather, like, for the slaughter. Um, which also, slaughter is just a fun word. Like, saying, I put the laughter in slaughter. It, honestly, it's a, it is a good word. Yeah. And I like that. Um, the lemmings to the water, or whatever they say. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, talking to them. He's, like, explaining what's going on. But he's, like, can you actually hear me? Do you know what's going on? Just, like, reverence to my eyes. Like, people do not actually see what's, you know, Absolutely true. Absolutely not. And he was, like, are you too stupid to understand? Like, cavemen being afraid of thunder. Is this what that is? Are you so yeah. beneath me and so entrenched with uh, what society is? Like, very, like, the Joker films. Like, we live in a society. Um, Yeah. It's like, you can't grasp what, like, honestly what's going on. Like, all the frauds and, like, the control going on literally right around you. Literally You have no idea. He's like, I'm wasting my time talking to you. What you're actually doing is wasting your time monologuing, like, any good true villain. Like, any good villain. And not shooting Captain Hammer. But then he does pull out the death ray. Yeah. The freeze as ray. The freeze stops. ray is cooling down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's also funny Which, the like, song. I this is like, like the reporter taking notes. He was like, horrible, it's two R's. Like you're a reporter, yeah, you don't know how to spell right. You don't know how to spell horrible. Also, it's okay, I will say, more people are bad at spelling than you think. And I know this firsthand from like, not for myself, but from like people I'm not the best that I know. speller. Especially from losing my second grade uh, spelling bee. I was runner up to Oh my god, someone. I also lost my second grade spelling bee. Were you and runner I also up? was the runner up. Yes. What, okay, oh what god, word really? did you okay, what word did you spell wrong to lose? Mine was Pharaoh. Because the uh, girl I lost to still reminds me about it. I think her name's Cindy Seidenberg I and I love her. <laughs> I don't remember how I misspelled it, but for some reason I think the word that I misspelled was like basketball. And I don't understand how. That is like, like the opposite of baller, Raven. <laughs> for, <laughs> I hate you. Um, and like looking back on it, I like physically, I'm just like, how? Like in what way would I have like misspelled that? But Raven, for me I right was, now. I like six. Spell. So. Oh yeah, because you were like super young. Um, like all throughout your schooling. Um, spell Pharaoh for me right now. P-H-A-R-A-O-H. Ugh, I still have to think about it. Correct. More applause. Thank um, you. But well, I'm still... a really big fan of Prince of Egypt, so. Oh, true. Um, yeah, I still have to think about it. I'm still that scarred from that spelling <laughs> in Ms. Kelly's wow. class. Uh, slipping. Um, <laughs> um, so he's like, oh, good. Penny can't see me. So he still cares. 
Yeah. Um, here goes but then no it cuts, mercy. You see Penny hiding behind a chair, and it's yeah. just like, oh no! But she's like, see you. Um, and then like the priest where he stops, he gets punched in the face. Captain Hammer takes the gun, and he can. He's like easily like Doctor Horrible hesitated. Yes. He like still can't kill someone, but Captain Hammer has the gun. Is like, uh, tell Saint Peter or whoever has his job, but in hell. Yeah. And like shoots him, but like, and Doctor Horrible's trying to explain to him is like, oh no, something's wrong with it. Stop. And yeah. Then, like he he's still like even though it, technically he wants to kill him, he like is still trying to, like actually help him. Yeah. And like Doc, yeah. and then like Captain Hammer could like easily kill a person. Is what we see. Oh, well, he doesn't need a gun. He doesn't need a death ray. Yeah. And so the gun explodes. Captain the Hammer like loses his powers. He's like, is this what pain feels like? And it's like, good. Hilarious. Yeah. And then we see like a part of the shrapnel hits Penny. And so Dr. Horrible goes over to her. When it pans over to Penny and you see like the shrapnel in her, I literally just wrote down, because you know how bad I am expressing emotion. So I literally just wrote down in all caps, yikes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yikes indeed, Raven. Yikes indeed. Um, and so she's like, Billy, is that you? She doesn't like, I don't think she necessarily understands that he's like the villain. Like he's Dr. Horrible. Yeah. Which is good for it, Yeah, it him. is good. Because um, she's just like, Billy, yeah. And she was like, her last words, Captain Hammer will save us. Yeah. So like, yeah, it sucks that she died, but it, at least like she never knows. The real him. Which, so, she, like, really never understands, like, the honest nature of the people in her life. Yeah. And, but I, I think it's it's good in the sense that it allows her to, like, to the end, she was able to continue seeing the good in the people she cared about. Like, she yeah. didn't have to, she didn't have her world, like, turned upside down by, like, oh my god, this person that I loved is actually... She didn't well, have her dumb rock. Like, this person I cared about is actually, yeah, bad. And so, like, and honestly, like, she probably knows, like, Dr. Horrible's Billy, but, like, she still, like, sees him as Billy, at least, in these final moments. Yeah. And so that's exactly, yeah. exactly what you were saying. I think you, like, really nailed it with that. And so, then we get into everything you ever slash finale song. And I think it's, like, um, so it's really telling, uh, once again, like, we've hit on this a couple of times, but, like, even now the public doesn't really care about her. The public is still talking about like, oh, like Captain Hammer is mourning the loss of his like girlfriend or whatever. And like, it, there's literally a headline that says, country mourns, what's her name? Yeah. And like Dr. Horrible is singing like, we all have a choice. Now your world is mine. Which yeah. like, in originally like that's what he wanted, especially in Brand mm -hmm. New Day. But like, as in like, I took your world from you. Yeah. And also just like the pure like, irony of the entire this entire uh miniseries he's been like i want to i want to achieve this thing for me so i can be like a true like super villain everything but yeah. also i want to achieve this thing so like you will see me like you will see me for who i am and what i am and like we can be together you can love me like blah blah, blah. and for him to get where he originally said he wanted to be he has to take that from both of them like he has to take that away from her take her life and then also like take any possibility of that future yeah. away from himself as well um, and so I, I think that's one of the reasons like while this was 
like yes like this was done on like a low budget um it was still like incredibly professionally done in the sense like well yeah like it was low budget they didn't really like use a true like set um or anything like that and like they were trying to like make it as simply and as cheaply as possible it is still so professionally well made in the sense like the story in and of itself is it's really one like you you won't forget in a hurry and like it's so well written and since like yeah like there are certain times like it's purposely cheesy or it's purposely like tropey mm-hmm. um but it's 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 something that like the progression of the story and the progression of the characters is actually incredibly incredibly well done and well communicated and the mm-hmm. music does such a good job of forwarding the plot and forwarding the character and really, development and like and setting the tone for like the obvious ships or even like the subtle yes. ships like they're not saying how they have developed but you can tell that it's like the atmosphere is different because of the style of the music Absolutely. And I really love that with everything you ever, how like, uh, you see at the very end, you see Dr. Horrible, like he's now been accepted into the evil League of Evil. And he's like changing his outfit and like walking into this like, yeah, pseudo during the room. everything you ever finale song. Um, also, we also see uh, Captain Hammer finally is in therapy. That's that is long. Thank overdue. God. Uh, oh, my gosh. If, if, Listeners, if you have the means and the ability, everyone needs to be in therapy. Yes. It's just like, like, even if you don't think anything's quote unquote wrong with you, just like therapy is great just to be able to like talk about like things that are happening in your life, things that you feel like everyone needs therapy because it's great for everyone. Especially because like, if you're like, this is a, you know, fun public service announcement. Whenever you're working through like your own issues, there will always be internal bias. Absolutely. So having an objective third-party professional with a variety of tools and methods, I don't see being bad. Yes. With the right fit. Absolutely. With the right fit. Like, it's going, a lot of times it takes a little time to, like, find the right therapist or psychologist or anything, like, for you. But once you find that, 100%, like, please seek it out. And once you find it, definitely stick with it. Yeah. So good on you, Captain Hammer. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you can see he was actually like opening up a little bit, like yeah. still openly weeping. Um, yeah, and then so we see that like he successfully joins the Evil League of Evil. He has like a red lab coat now, um, and he's like now Doctor Horrible is really here um, uh, to make the world quake in fear. I believe was the line. Mm-hmm. And then like the last like scene, well, well, we see like him like going into like we see the the league. Um, yeah. And I wrote down their names, and they were, like, really Ooh, funny, okay. like, villains. So there's Professor Normal. There's fake Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> um, there's Ty Die, like, Die, D-I-E. Okay. There's Dead Bowie, which, oh, rip. Um, like, David Bowie? Yeah. Oh, no. Which, like, yeah. Um, also, horrible oh, prophecy to be okay. fulfilled. Um, that was uh, Jed Whedon. There's uh, Fury... Uh, Lika, Lika, L-E-I-K-A. How do you say that word? L-E-I-K-A. I would say Lika. Fury, Lika. There's Snakebite, and then there's Bad Horse. Played by the horse, Dover. Oh, wait. I wonder if that's a play. Fury, Lika. I wonder if that's a play on, like, the whole saying of, like, uh, hell had no fury like a woman scorned. I wonder oh, if that's, that's it. Like a play that's it. Fury, Lika. It has to be yeah. that. Fury, Lika. Uh, pl- okay. Played by Liz Vassie. Um, 
And then we see the last scene, like Dr. Horrible, this whole song is like, I've made it. I'm a new yeah. person. I'm really Dr. Horrible. And the last line, the last scene, you see like on the vlog and I don't feel a thing. And like obviously crying. Yes. And it's again, just like, and because the whole song for him, like there are different parts to it, but like the whole song for him is like, I got, I finally got to where I wanted and I got the like, the ultimate level that I can achieve in my field, but I only got it by destroying the one thing that I truly loved. And I think like that, that last that scene, it hit me so hard. Cause like the whole, the whole, uh, the whole musical is very comedic, very like witty, very funny. Um, and you like identify with like Dr. Horrible and Penny and like, you know, but it's still like very funny and light and everything. And then you get to that last scene and you're just like, oh, okay. This is the type of story this is. Got it. Yeah. And then like that last line of everything you ever just hits so hard. Oh, yeah. And what a great title. Everything you ever. It's like you want to finish the sentence. Everything you ever wanted. Wanted. But it's but like. But it's not but what it's, he wanted. Took the words out of my mouth. Thief. Uh. Um. <laughs> I my my mouth has been burgled. I don't like that. I said that. I apologize. <laughs> that was that was bad. I, objectively, so uh, that's that's the alcohol. I'm going to blame it on the alcohol. We do in every episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, uh, just real quick to go over like composer and everything. So we've already said that this musical was done primarily by like, Josh Whedon and his brothers Zach and Jed Whedon during the. Uh, Writers Guild of America and Jed's wife, um, and yeah, and Jed's wife. Uh, what is her name? Um, Marissa Tankerone, I think is how you pronounce it. We are sorry, Marissa. Uh, which yes. obviously it- you're listening, <laughs> Marissa. You're the backbone. <laughs> Absolutely, back, backbone of Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog. You were the best groupie. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so the music, I think the theme music was done more by Joss, but then like the, uh, like songs were done a lot by Jed. Um, so one, I just want to touch a little bit on the Whedon family, incredibly talented family of screenwriters. Um, so their grandfather is John Whedon, who worked on the Andy Griffith show, the Dick Van Dyke show, and Leave it to Beaver. Um, their father is Tom Whedon, who, among other projects, worked on The Golden Girls, which, Campbell, I know you love, um, as with everyone a, should, because it's amazing. Passion. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so the brother, the three brothers themselves are Josh Whedon, uh, Zach Whedon, and Jed Whedon. So Zach has worked on Angel, Fringe, and Rubicon, um, and like they've all kind of worked on projects. Like I guess Joss is the most like quote unquote famous of the three of them, and but he's included his brothers on a lot of the projects that he's worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all like screenwriters, um, and Josh Joss is also a producer, direct and director. Um, so he's worked on obviously Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog, as well as. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, Firefly, Toy Story, Serenity, um, the first and second Avengers, as well as the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, as we've said before, was um, himself, uh, Jed Whedon, and Jed Whedon's now wife, Marissa Tankerone. Um, And then he's also worked on Dollhouse, Roseanne, The Office, a couple of episodes, as well as Glee and Atlantis. So Joss is definitely very very well known he's a very famous producer and director 
I have loved like everything pretty much that he's ever produced. Um, and whenever I see his name, I get excited. Um, Jed and Zach are also very, very talented. Jed um, composed scores for video games. Um, prior to working on Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. He also worked on Dollhouse um, with his brother, as well as the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And he also worked on Drop Dead Diva, which is a show like I've never personally watched, but I've heard like really good things about it. I remember like um, the commercials and like previews for it. Yeah, so like definitely like check all of those out if you're interested. Um, and a lot of, I noticed that, like for Jed, at least a lot of his projects were with his brothers or his wife uh, and or his wife, Marissa Tinkerone. Um, and like a lot of the like the things that they work on, like even Joss, like being, I guess, quote unquote, the most famous of the three of them, like still like a lot of the things he does, he makes sure to include his brothers, which I think is just like really cool. Like in some capacity, they're included. Um, so they actually won... Jed at least won two like YouTube Streamy Awards for Dr. Horrible Singalong Blog. Um, so they won Best Writing for a Comedy Web Series mm-hmm. and then also Best Original Music for a Comedy Web Series or for a Web Series, um, which I think is just really great and definitely well-deserved because the production of this musical and the writing and the music, like everything, it was so, so well done to the point that like, if you're used to seeing like major like set and like Broadway and Hollywood productions, yeah, like at first, like in the first few minutes, you're going to be a little thrown off by like, oh, like, like the physical quality looks different. But as soon as you get into it, none of that matters because the story quality and the music and everything like is so, so good. And it's so well done. Um, and I definitely think this is something that like, everyone should watch because it only it's only like 40 45 minutes and it's just it's an incredible incredible production yeah it really is and then um so once um dr horrible they were released on like dvd and blu-ray there's this thing um they basically wrote a second musical called commentary the musical so it's an extra commentary track comprising of like pretty much new songs performed by the cast and crew so it's like a whole nother musical so the actors and writers they like sing um like solos entire company like as themselves which is like it's a very meta way to do commentary like it's a musical commentary of dr horrible sing-along blog um where uh zach whedon uh commented it wasn't even about the like sometimes one song wasn't even about the movie it was about itself which he claimed that it's, like, breaking the ninth wall. Oh, I like that. Yeah, same. So, like, commentary the musical can be found, like, on the DVD, Blu-ray, like, extras, which I haven't seen yet, but I need to, like, buy it and watch it because I feel like that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think, like, at the end of all this, Campbell, we know that you love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, like... Since middle school, so... (laughs) (laughs) I would honestly rate this musical a 10 out of 10 because I can I truly can't think of a single thing to like dock it like a single thing that I didn't like about it um like even the parts that like were maybe a little cheesy or a little tropey it was like it was very obvious like this is intended to be cheesy this is intended to be tropey and it was usually lines by like Captain Hammer or something else you know um and I I really think that especially for what it was and the time that it was made in this musical is just amazing, and I love it. So mm-hmm. definitely go out and watch it. 
Yeah. So now, um, we're going to, I, I already finished mine, Raven. Um, so cool. we've drank a lot. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling pleasantly tipsy. Nice. That's right where we want you, uh, for this performance for yourselves. So now we're going to go, I need to like rinse out my mouth, like brush my teeth, make sure there's like, you know, no like alcohol in my mouth. So I don't like mess up like my player net pad. Um, but Raven and I are going to go play my eyes and then we're going to come back and talk about it. Hopefully it goes well. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I definitely messed that up a lot. It's fine. (laughs) It's like you definitely like slowed down. Like you are at the right tempo, and I think I think the twelve eighth time signature is messing you up. It is messing me up because like my brain, like I understand that like functionally, it's still like like the. if it's, um, it, it, think the about dotted, like, the dotted quarter notes. I know that I can think of as just quarter no- or yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's just like mentally it's throwing me off. But I think, I think I kind of got it back a little bit. But it was the um, like what is that measures like eleven uh, measure yeah measures eleven through like fifteen definitely messed me up. Like I def I was yeah. not on it. That's why like, like I, once I, I once I got like the sound of the song back again, I like I figured it out again. That's why I kept the lyrics in. Yeah, definitely helps. Cuz like you'd like don't necess- just like you can also just play like how you remember the song goes. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you see like okay, but also for me so I had that thought of like, oh, I can just play how the music goes. And then immediately I heard my orchestra teacher in my head being like, oh, you're just playing what the song sounds like. You're not playing the actual like sheet music. And so yeah. I was just like trying, I don't know. Yeah. I was like trying to like be like, okay, what is, what are the actual like notes? You know, like what is the actual like time of the notes instead of just playing like what I thought it's like, what I, what I remember it sounding like. But yeah, I think, I think I got it now. We'll be fine. We'll see how this goes. Okay, so we'll start now at uh, measure 33, so the bottom of page 2. Okay. And then we'll go probably to the bottom of page 3. Okay, cool. 1, 2, 1, 2, 3, 4. Did you stop? Yeah. Or was I behind? Yeah. Oh, whoops. Okay. <laughs> I think for the most part, I crushed it. You sounded so good. I, this is the best I've ever sounded on this podcast. Like, actually, I agree with that. You sounded really good. Yeah, I crushed it. I'm proud of you. Uh, do you want to do that again, or do you want to move on? <laughs> uh, let's move on. <laughs> okay. This next part's like the fun duet part, anyway. How are you feeling so far? Do you think we're doing the song justice? Uh, I'm not. I think you are. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Let's start at measure 59, 60, 61. So right here. Okay. So this part's going to be hard because we're going to have to ignore each other because we have contrasting stuff. Yes. Okay. I, I, I think I can do that. You've played this pretty much before. Yeah. Oh, let me have some more water. Oh... I have been playing the quarter notes so wrong so you far, have been. which I think 
Correct. I have. Would you like to explain <laughs> how you have? I've been playing them too long. I think I've been playing them as like true quarter notes during, um, like, okay, so because we're in a 12 eighth key signature. Time signature. Uh, time signature, yes, thank you. <laughs> because we're in a 12 eight time signature, um, the dotted quarter notes sort of act as true quarter notes because or they are- Or four four time. For four four time, yeah. So they are three beats out of a twelve beat measure, um, making them literally one quarter of the full measure. Um, so they function as basically regular quarter notes, but there are actual quarter notes that are really just two beats um, that function as one sixth. So they really should function more as like um, like a quarter note triplet beats in like a three fourths measure. And I have been playing them as full quarter notes because my brain. Was not able sees to quarter note. realize. The, yeah. You know, my brain sees a quarter note and it's like, play it like a quarter note, but it's not a quarter note. Uh, I mean, it is, but it's not. Um, yeah, so I've been playing the quarter notes far too long. And now, like, seeing uh, measures 64 and 65, like, playing that in my mind, like, the lyrics, I, like, I hear what it's supposed to be like, and I, I've been doing it wrong. But hopefully I can, I can... Mid, like, correct that. I can rectify that for the future. Yeah, this is your chance. <laughs> we'll see how well I you do. You can save the podcast, Raven. Right here, right now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm ready whenever you are. Okay. okay. Count us off. One, two, three, four, one. Oh, wait. No. What a, why, why are you counting <laughs> off like that? I don't know. <laughs> okay. You just one, flexing your counting two, ability? <laughs> To four? That's it? (laughs) What are you doing, Raven? Shut up. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. Hold on, let's stop. We got got really off from each other, and that is my fault. Um, What happened? I, 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 I done goofed. I done goofed, goof bad, Raven. Let's can we just what do happened? that again? I just got oh, yeah, con- yeah. I Let's... got confused on the. I don't like playing with sharps. I'm comfortable with playing with flats in the key signature. Oh. So the D Aww, sharp so is throwing me you. off. Now you know how I felt uh, a few episodes I, right. back when okay. I had all flats. <laughs> okay, Raven. A fuck you. Two. Okay. Rude. I write specifically and arrange the stuff so that mostly we play in sharps because I feel like that is easier for you. It is. Thank you. I so there has that. been one time mm-hmm. where it has been flats. Mm-hmm. And you still had the easier part. And you're coming at me like this. <laughs> Count us off. Fine. Okay. One, two, one, two, three. Four. Okay. So okay. we definitely I think I definitely got off from you a little bit in the Yeah, because there, you played you played the wrong together. note in seventy eight. I did. Oh oh my gosh, I can't believe you literally know the measure. Well, yes. because I mean we're I supposed play. to be in sync at that point. Um and yeah. like you play the wrong note and like you try to put another half instead of moving yeah. just for the new you try to correct yourself. Yeah, which I do too often, and it time's just throws a thing. me off. Yes, <laughs> and I always forget that for some reason. <laughs> but I think I think that's the best we've sounded. We did sound pretty good. 
I'm actually really proud I wouldn't of us. say that. I think that's okay. the best we've sounded. <laughs> wow, nice. As someone who definitely as someone who definitely carried this song. Um Wow, okay. Would you disagree? I mean, no. But like, <laughs> it still hurts to hear. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh folks, um, we just played my eyes and that was it was really fun. That was fun. That was fun. I love this musical so much. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, okay. So we do need to say, if for whatever reason that I can't possibly fathom, you would want to email us or get in contact with us, um, you can email us at boozicals at gmail.com. That is B-O-O-Z-I-C-A-L-S at gmail.com. Um, also... You can comment on one of our episodes on Podbean if you feel so the need choose. to do so. Yeah, if you so choose. Um, I mean, I'm pretty and... sure everyone listening to this right now has our phone number. So. Yeah, so they can literally just talk to us. But if for whatever but reason in the you future feel like being other like professional, random strangers you know, yeah. choose to listen to this podcast for reasons that I can't, I literally cannot think of... Um, Yes, you are free to do that. Yeah, so. we definitely welcome the feedback. Um, I mean, mostly Raven and I are doing this just because we want to. But like so far from friends and family, we've been getting some pretty good feedback. So if you have any suggestions, um, requests, or things like that, yeah, let's know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, that actually is a valid reason for someone to uh, email us. If you have a request for a musical that we have not done, it, um, it can let be us as know, obscure as you want absolutely um we will find it and we will find a way to do it because eventually we will run out of ideas of musicals because there's only yeah. so many that we know and like so let us know um and we'll try to get on the show yeah so yeah check us out um wherever podcasts are found we're on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbean wherever your whatever your platform of choice we are probably yeah. there okay and uh, I think that'll be all for today. So uh, that'll be all. Bye. What a what a weird way to say that. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> that is. Why do you Why do you say that, Raven? Okay, <laughs> bye. Like, Porky. Bye. Porky the pig. From, okay, no, bye. <laughs> bye. Okay. Cue the music. Um. <laughs>